breaking news from KXAN News. Have all members voted. There have been 121 ayes and 23 nays, two present non-voting, three absent. The resolution is adopted. The chair directs the chief clerk to notify the governor of the House's actions. Chair directs the committee on general investigation. Breaking news, the House voted about an hour ago to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton. We are waiting on the governor to appoint an interim in that position as we start looking ahead at a Senate trial. The Attorney General faces 20 accusations from a House committee ranging from bribery to retaliation. It all stems from an investigation that started after Paxton proposed using state funds to settle a $3.3 million whistleblower lawsuit. Our Capitol correspondent Ryan Chandler is at the state Capitol right now. Ryan, tell us what is next in this impeachment process. Well, Mike, first, this is an immediately consequential decision. Unlike uh, in Washington, D.C., where impeachment may be more symbolic, this has practical implications right now. Ken Paxton will be removed from office, relieved of his official powers and duties while that trial is pending in the Senate. That's what happens now. The articles of impeachment will be presented to the Senate, and the senators will actually act as a jury, just as any other trial would. They will get to hear evidence from the Attorney General from the start. Attorney General Paxton has said that these accusations could be, quote, easily disproven, but to this day, nobody has seen any of that exculpatory evidence. So we look forward to, to the senators weighing that evidence and deciding ultimately whether they will convict and permanently remove the Attorney General from office. And Ryan, we know this debate took place for about almost four hours with both sides having their say. What are you hearing now from lawmakers there about the impeachment? Well, after this vote, I think lawmakers are satisfied, but nobody is really surprised. We saw wide margins of both Republicans and Democrats vote to convict. The vote was 121 to 23, with more than 70 percent of Republicans voting. The, the 23 members who opposed the impeachment uh, were all uh, Republicans, and they worried not so much about the attorney general's guilt or innocence, but about the process. This did move very quickly, and, and they worry that uh, individual members of the legislature were not able to see direct evidence. Uh, still, though, the, the vote sailed through easily tonight. Yeah, not even a close vote. You're right. And Ryan, Representative Charlie Guerin made a statement on the House floor about Paxton contacting House members before the vote. What claims did he make? That's right. That was uh, shocking new information we learned today. Multiple representatives accused the attorney general of calling House members and threatening political consequences if they vote to impeach him. We were also hearing some reports that that may have been happening on the Senate side as well. So we saw uh, one state representative uh, not too long ago, uh, Democratic state representative Eddie Morales, he said that he's going to ask the House to update the charges against him to include intimidation of House members and Senate jury tampering. Of course, we, we would expect uh, the, the, uh, the top law enforcement official in Texas to be uh, keeping more of a distance uh, on this as it goes to the Senate. And I would like to point out that several members of this House, while on the floor of this House doing the state business, received telephone calls from General Paxton personally threatening them with political consequences in their next election. 
We haven't heard from any members personally who, who have said the Attorney General did call them. We'll, we'll work to track that down. But uh, this is uh, still shaping out. We, we, we expect the Senate may take this up, but not for a while. We're hearing it could be as, as, as late as uh, late summer. So we'll stay on it at the Texas Capitol. I'm Ryan Chandler. Ryan, thanks for your reporting. We appreciate it. And Paxton did release a written statement moments after the vote. He called the process illegal, unfounded, and unethical. Paxton wrote, quote, What we witnessed today is not just about me. It is about the corrupt establishment's eagerness to overpower the millions of Texas voters who already made their voices heard when they overwhelmingly reelected me. Paxton is referring to last November's election when he defeated Democrat Rochelle Garza by a double-digit percentage margin. And the Texas House Democratic Caucus released a statement on Paxton's impeachment. In that statement, Representative Trey Martinez-Fisher says this vote is about the people of Texas and ensuring their elected officials are held accountable when they violate the people's trust. As we start looking toward the next steps of this impeachment process, we do want to give you a look inside the House chamber today as representatives discuss the vote for nearly four hours. Take a look. History in the Texas House. For the first time ever, lawmakers take on a resolution to impeach the state's attorney general. Mr. Speaker, I call up the privilege resolution, H.R. 2377, impeaching Warren Kenneth Paxton. House General Investigating Committee members laid out their arguments against A.G. Ken Paxton. And either this is going to be the beginning of the end of his criminal reign, or God help us with the harms that will come to all Texans if he is allowed to stay the top cop on the take. Paxton's defenders made their case to the chamber against impeachment. Now there may be a lot of evidence out there. There may be volumes of evidence that would justify impeachment, but we don't got it. We don't have it. It's not there. So how did we get here? As we said before, an investigation started after Paxton proposed using state funds to settle a $3.3 million whistleblower lawsuit. That lawsuit was filed in 2020 by four former staffers who accused Paxton of corruption. They were fired from the attorney general's office after claiming Paxton misused his office to help a campaign donor. Those accusations led to a federal investigation that is still in progress. Well, this historic moment in Texas brought some big crowds to the Capitol. KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez is outside the chamber where people were lined up to listen today. Mercedes described the reaction after the vote for impeachment was announced just about an hour ago. Yes, Mike, now the tone of the kind of crowd coming out of the chamber was one, some of disbelief and some of relief. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Now, the long lines of people that were waiting to get into the gallery, if you can believe it or not, it's around the corner. So picture how many people can fill this room right here. They're all gone now that the House has voted to impeach. They were waiting for that historic vote. Now, folks say that they were waiting as long as eight hours here at the Capitol for that vote. Some of the people in line were following the Attorney General's call to show up and stand in solidarity with him, many of them wearing stickers to show that support. For some, the vote comes as a relief. Others, though, say that this isn't over just yet. I am ecstatic that justice was served, that, that uh, it was shown that there was just cause to go to trial. This is an attempt to steal the election of Ken Paxton away from him and away to disenfranchise the people who voted for him. 
This is a, this is a coup, and it's not going to stand. It has energized the base like nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime. Now, some of the folks that I saw, excuse me, some of the political groups out here that I saw today included the Guadalupe County Republican Party and members of the Travis County Democratic Party. At the Capitol, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. Thanks, Mercedes. Former President Donald Trump took to his social media platform Truth Social earlier today to blast the Texas House's impeachment effort. He wrote the rhino speaker of the House of Texas, Dade Phelan, who is barely a Republican at all and failed the test on voter integrity, wants to impeach one of the most hardworking and effective attorney generals in the United States. At the time, Trump also said that he would politically target Texas House Republicans who allowed the impeachment to go through. After the vote, he posted again on Truth Social, attacking Speaker Phelan, sharing that video of the Speaker slurring his words while presiding over the House floor last week. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, we're watching one storm that's moving into portions of Williamson and Travis County. And right now it's bringing rain to Round Rock right along 35, just south of 45 toll from our Whittlesea Landscape Supplies camera there. Most of you are still going to stay dry this evening. Most of you have stayed dry all day, but this one storm moved through the hill country. And right now it's moving from Williamson County into some parts of northern Travis County. Cedar Park, Whitestone, Leander, Jollyville, Round Rock now getting in on the rain. It's weakening a little bit. It's got some occasional lightning, but mostly this is a heavy rainmaker, but a brief storm. It's not going to be around for long. It's moving to the southeast at roughly 25 miles per hour, moving into the Flugelville area within the next 15 minutes or so. Only 20% rain chances here through the early evening. Rain chances drop to 10% at 9 and down to 0 here at 11. But there's more spotty storms in the forecast for your Sunday. We'll take you to your Memorial Day, which has higher rain chances ahead of a wetter, wet pattern as we head into June. We'll be up. A somber ceremony this morning on the House floor as state leaders honored Texas service members who lost their lives in the line of duty on this Memorial Day weekend. The governor spoke and then greeted and comforted family members who attended the ceremony. It happens every two years during the state legislative session. One person is critically injured this evening after they were hit by a train. This happened on South Lamar near Treadwell Street just after 10 this morning. Paramedics say the person has life-threatening injuries. The train blocked the crossing in that area as officials investigated, but everything has since reopened. The one storm we were tracking has produced more than one inch of rain in portions of San Saba, a decent soaking for parts of Lampasas and Burnett counties too as it's already working its way into the Austin metro now with not much rain yet, but it will add up. Just look at what it looks like in Round Rock right now as the heavy rain continues. We'll track that storm and the potential for much more in first warning weather. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Rain for a few of us, but most of us staying dry. However, in northwest Austin at the Palms Car Wash there along 183, there is some rain falling and it'll be brief and then out of here and then we dry back out again. Uh, rain coverage a little higher than expected here today thanks to one storm that uh, dropped in from the hill country and now in northern Travis County 
and also bringing some rain to much of Williamson County too. You can see it's centered right on Round Rock and Jollyville, uh, Whitestone, Cedar Park, northern Austin into western Pflugerville now. This is diving to the southeast, so some of you are going to get a little bit of light rain, say places like Hutto, Jonah, Taylor, uh, but Seal, closer to Maynard, you may get a briefly heavy downpour as this tracks off to the southeast. There's not much more opportunity for additional rain after this one storm moves through. I think the one way farther to the north and west does not reach uh, central Texas here tonight as the loss of daytime heating is going to mean that a lot of this rain that's out there uh, falls apart here tonight. But there's going to be more opportunities for spotty storms tomorrow. Notice our computer models take away the rain by 8, 9 o'clock here tonight. Then the rest of the night largely dry, partly cloudy skies. Slight chance for a spotty shower in the hill country to begin the day tomorrow. Otherwise, I expect just like today, we'll have more sun in the morning. Clouds bubble up in the afternoon. And then we could get a few spotty showers or a couple of thunderstorms. Give it a 20% rain chance tomorrow as well. So most of you staying dry tomorrow too. Another day to have the KXAN weather app handy. And then the rain chances drop off tomorrow night. However, we're starting to get Monday and your Memorial Day into range of some of our higher resolution computer models. And they're starting to agree on the wettest weather in the morning falling in the hill country on Monday and then starting to pivot into the metro as we get into your Monday afternoon and parts of the evening. This does not look like an all day rain, more on and off giving large portions of the day dry. There are still some of our computer models that actually keep all of Monday dry, but more of them are wet. And you can see how wet this particular model is, giving a widespread half inch to an inch and a half of rain Monday through Tuesday morning with some localized higher amounts of two, three, or even four plus inches of rain, which is why we're still a bit concerned about the potential for some localized flash flooding on Memorial Day. A one out of four flash flooding threat is in place for now. 10% rain chance though tonight, mainly in the early evening and then we dry out. Rain chance is up to 20% for late tomorrow afternoon and evening. Otherwise, sun giving way to clouds and a high of 87. Your Memorial Day will keep the rain chances for now at 50%. That may go up as confidence increases. Few leftover showers and storms on Tuesday and then drier Wednesday and Thursday, but then trending wetter Friday into next weekend and still the 8 to 14 day rainfall outlook looks wetter than normal. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. The last two seasons, Texas softball has lost the first game of a Super Regional on the road and then won Game 2 to force a Game 3. I don't know if there's parrots in Knoxville, but they were sure trying to be one today. The Longhorns, that is, and repeat that success. Mike White and company, laser-focused. Freshman Sitlali Gutierrez on the bump. Tennessee up 1-0 here in the third. This one single in the center. We saw an outfield assist yesterday and another one today. They had to review it, but Bella Dayton indeed did nab the runner. Sitlali fired up, but Texas still down 3 nothing in the sixth. Why are we showing a leadoff bloop single? It's the first one of the day. Texas was getting no hit until that point. Not a lot of offense today for them, and this a lot of offense in one play for Tennessee. Julia. Kutsiyanopoulos, I think I practiced that about 45 times and hopefully got that close to right. Under the glove of Ashton Maloney, Volunteers win this one big. Texas gets swept in the Super Regional. Their season is over. Let's get to some soccer now. The first Copa Tejas battle of the year. Verde and Black over to H-Town to battle Houston. The Dynamo beat Austin back in March 2-0 at home for them. Let's have Josh Wolf explain this one a little better than me. Why this one is so important. 
This game takes on a little more, one, because it's, it is for Copa Tejas. It is against our rival. Um, it is an opportunity to win three in a row. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons we, we, we take um, a lot of onus in this game. We're going on the road, so we have to be responsible. Um, our road performances have been pretty solid by and large, how we start the game, our approach, um, you know, the, how we, certainly how we execute. So this is another good opportunity. 7.30 kick in Houston as they look for their third straight MLS win. More about that later. We'll be right back after this. We want to remind you that we are tracking that breaking news on the House vote to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton. We're waiting on the governor now to appoint an interim in that position. As we start looking ahead to a Senate trial, we will keep tracking this story right here on KXAN and on KXAN.com. Also watching the storm that's been moving through Round Rock. It's losing a lot of its punch and no lightning anymore, but a little bit of rain in North Austin and southern sections of Williamson County right now. Little preview of those rain chances for your Memorial Day. Highest during the afternoon and evening. Not worth canceling plans for, but have the KXAN weather app handy if you've got any outdoor plans this weekend. Good advice. Thanks, Nick, and thank you for watching, everyone. Have a great night. We hope to see you back here at 10 o'clock.